0: I'm a part time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the Part Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 250. i it! Uh, I'm your host, Brett Bueller. Uh, today we have on uh, the legendary Joey Harkins out of Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, he's a former guest of the show. And uh, I've been meaning to get him back on because uh, he's definitely been touring relentlessly and also releasing a ton of new music which i wanted to feature on this episode and get out um, i slapped on his new track better this way which is essentially a collaboration with pasadena uh his og band as well as matthew edward who's got some uh, verses on it so if you enjoy it definitely go check it out stream it follow joey on all the social media platforms Um, If you haven't heard any of Joey's music before or any of his interviews, um, I definitely think you'll appreciate it. Uh, He's definitely one of the hardest working songwriters that we have in our area and um, whether you are part-time or full-time in music, I think uh, we could all learn a little something from his work ethic and just general overall positive attitude and uh, yeah, it was definitely a fun one. Got to talk about all the things that he's been up to including parenting, songwriting, getting out in the water, out in the boat, and stuff like that, but uh, yeah, anytime we hit a milestone like this, uh, I feel obliged to be a little sentimental and uh, extend my gratitude and thanks to everyone who's uh, been tuning in so far, I definitely appreciate it, and I always appreciate the messages or texts that uh, you send me whenever you hear something funny or something you liked or something you wanted to ask, so definitely uh, always feel free to reach out, and if you are a former guest of the show, feel free to reach out whenever you're Releasing new music. You can always hook up another episode. But uh, yeah, other than that, um, just want to say thanks for supporting local music because that's what we're here for. And then, um, in personal news and notes, uh, me and the Hollow Truths will be in Rockville, Maryland at 7 Knox Brewing this Saturday. Definitely think about coming out to that if you're in the neighborhood. And then, uh, sponsor of the show, Truly Strings Guitar Shop based out of Laurel, Maryland, where uh, I take all my guitars to get fixed up. But yeah, without any further rambling, we will get to the conversation with Joey.
1: Sick
0: I
2: sing you the most beautiful love song. If I could find the words to say, if I could paint you a picture. In resemblance to Alex Gray, though we are miles apart, our hearts beat just the same. The feeling remains It's our minds that constantly change. Oh, but it's better this way. I never know no difference, so how can I complain? Yeah, but
0: all right, Ray Rock. Way. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I don't know how much time you got, but we can keep it short and sweet. Um, like I said, I appreciate you hopping on, and this will yeah, be man. episode two fifty. And uh, you're one of the uh, OGs of the show. So yeah
3: what what number was I on the last one?
0: I have no idea, but it was probably fifty or something. you It was know what pan- I mean?
3: pandemic times,
0: right? Yeah. So it was at least a couple of years. But yeah, man. But uh, I see you're still pumping out music and uh, always on the road, so.
3: It's going good, man. I tell you what, I don't know how how we did it, but I got to do a lot of support stuff the last two years, and I got a new record coming out in March, and we're going to do a big headlining tour to California. It's fucking crazy.
0: <laughs> I bet. <laughs> how's, how's the van holding up?
3: Van's holding up. It's got 196,000 miles on it right now, and I'm about to take it 3,000 miles or so down to Florida tomorrow night. We're heading to Charleston tomorrow night. We're gonna nice. link up with um, Article Sound System and Tunnel Vision for like eight shows. Pretty excited.
0: Oh hell yeah! It's gonna be great.
3: Get down to Florida. Doing like Charleston, Raleigh, Atlanta, and then a uh, five shows in Florida.
0: What's your favorite spot in Charleston, if I can ask?
3: Favorite venue? Yeah. Like, oh, poor house, man, yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't played too many venues in Charleston, but before I got in there, I played a bunch of cool like
0: bars. Mm-hmm. Charleston's is dope. I love going down there anyway. That's <laughs> what I've heard. Yeah, um, it's cool. In particular, one bar called the Royal American, uh, one of my favorite bands, plays there a lot. I heard of that place. Yeah, that's awesome. It seems. Awesome. What like, band's at that? Uh, they're called Susto, like S U S T O, kind of like nice. psychedelic Americana.
3: Nice. I've heard of that place. Yeah, that's cool, man. Poorhouse House is cool because uh, I, I'm playing inside in the in the venue. They have like a venue and then a porch, like a outside stage, you know. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And I just I normally when I headline, I play the outside stage, and it's really fun because the weather's always nice and. It's kind of like it. Almost feels like a like a beach bar in a, on an island somewhere, you know. Yeah. But but with like decent sound, that's not all salty and fucked up.
0: Yeah. Looks <laughs> cool.
3: Yeah, I love it down there. We we thought about moving down there before we had the baby. To be honest, we were kind of looking at places and. Yeah. It will be nice. There's a lot of Maryland people move down there.
0: Yeah. There's a Maryland bar in Saint Petersburg that I went to last time in Florida. I don't, nice. It's like on the rit- ritzy side of town. I don't remember what it was called. Trump. I think it was something Monkey, but whatever.
3: Brass Monkey. Do you ever Trump. play the Brass Monkey?
0: No, I haven't.
3: In Baltimore, I don't know if it's still there or not. And there was uh, there was this venue. It was like kind of on the outskirts of Fell's Point, called the Brass Monkey.
0: Yeah,
3: and um, it was like a low ceilings small spot, and there was a big old support beam right <laughs> where the lead singer stands,
1: <laughs>
0: right
3: blocking you from view nice. everybody in the crowd.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Do you uh do you have any hometown dates coming up that you should mention, or is it pretty much yeah.
3: all? Yeah, yep. Oh. I've been hiding out, man. um I'm not doing any bar gigs right now with the with the on making the march show big we're doing soundstage march 16th so right Right on i got the full band playing i got all the pasadena guys showing up to play some songs i got um i got the record coming out on the second so that'll be the first time after the record comes out that you can get the get the record at the merch table
1: that's
0: Uh, cool
3: i don't I i don't think we're announcing until next week but um you know, yeah, who gives a fuck? Preston <laughs> Strings is opening up and uh, Bon and Bentley, so got oh, some yeah. of my good old friends playing. It should be a really a family affair, man. I I really wanted to, um, I wanted to make sure I put some guys on that I have a lot, like a lot of history with to make it a big yeah. one because we usually we usually play eight by ten when we headline, and I love eight by ten so much, but we're just trying to make a bigger push with this one, and yeah. You know, kind of break that four hundred cap. So ideally,
0: yeah. What sound? Uh, what sound stage? Like over a thousand, I guess.
3: I think it's a thousand or eleven 1, hundred, but yeah, that's kind of wishful thinking. But I, it, I'm hoping, hoping five or six, to be honest, would be
0: nice. Well, if you get a few, that would get a few people from Ugly's Nation. That seems like they're doing all right when they play there.
3: Yeah, I know. I was at the last one. Did I were you at the last one? No,
0: nah, I didn't make it.
3: I uh, I went and did a song with him and then um uh hung out with all the guys. It was really fun. I was on tour with Joe Samba and he played the show. And I couldn't play I couldn't play the show because um I had that Pestanese show coming up, but Yeah. I um you couldn't tell I wasn't playing, boy, I was the last <laughs> one to leave, I was hanging out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice i love that the staffing is great man i, I love know. that we have that venue
2: yeah it's cool they're,
3: they're very fair too they're like they're independent you know in that way they don't have to worry about um live nation and i like that
0: no that's cool not, i don't
3: know. You know yeah they do their own shit i'm sure i think the, i think a lot of them big companies do book shows there but you know mm.
0: You can do hey, it. Now, outside of places, them.
3: Mm-hmm. places like Ram said, if you if we wanted to do a show there, they're ran, I think, by AEG. So there's just the you gotta you gotta rent the room. You know, I think is what my understanding was last time we tried to do something there, and it was just like very yeah. expensive.
0: Yeah. <clears> hmm. So. Yeah, I know. Even the eight by ten, think too cheap these days necessarily. Depending yeah. who you are, so. But,
3: but they got their thing is they just go through Ticketmaster I think so there's, which is great for them because every ticket even at the box office is, is like accounted for through Ticketmaster, uh huh. But then there's those extra fees you know so if you have a, if you got a fifteen dollar ticket, yeah, and you go through Ticketmaster you're talking you know what twenty two dollar ticket or something like right.
0: that. Yeah, we don't have to get into the whole Live Nation rabbit hole necessarily, <laughs> but.
3: I will I will um, say to you, Live Nation Live Nation gave me that Willie Nelson money nice. out of California, man, and it was it's oh, yeah. saved the day. It was amazing.
0: That's awesome.
3: I um I don't work with them enough to be as bitter as all the big guys, but um
0: they, they, you know yeah.
3: they uh they gave me a laundry bag and a bunch of gas money, so I can't complain. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I've heard too. I mean, on the merch front at venues that Live Nation's run by, um, I think like American Aquarium single-handedly kind of got that cut removed by um, by uh, essentially uh, I don't know boycotting it.
3: Yeah, and then I'll, you know a lot of people followed suit. So hopefully we'll see that. end. I I believe it's only at the venues that Live Nation owns, so not every Live Nation show. Yeah, I played some, and not even Live Nation. Some other companies who have like made a big PR thing about taking it away. You know. Yeah. I played some shows for certain companies um, where they did take a cut, and we were like, we thought that this was over, and they were like, yeah. oh, not here. Mm. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. It seems silly. I can understand if somebody's selling, you would pay. You know, if the venue has somebody selling your merch. But yeah, that's a weird thing, man. It's not yeah. like we're getting. It's not like we're getting a, a, a cut,
0: cut of The
3: bar Ray, you right. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah.
0: Like that, that was whole, give he,
3: me give me twenty percent of your Jameson sales and see you making more money.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that was BJ's whole argument, and then he was yeah, like, man, and then he was eventually like, "Well, do you want an honest, uh, you know, count of our merch sales or not?" Like, oh yeah, you'll yeah. never get it. You'll yeah. never get it. Yeah, so I,
3: I my my thing is I'm awful liar, awful liar.
0: <laughs>
3: my wife, my wife appreciates it, but um, when it comes to that kind of stuff, man. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely won't. I don't count. Like when I do merch, I kind of just reorder when when stuff gets low I'm not counting every night. So right. even when they do that, I'll show on the square receipt because it's. It's concrete, you know, but I'm not yep. counting the cash. My, no. When I'm on tour, I just got a box full of cash. Yeah. Don't tell anybody, but you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> have you, have you ever? Lost I got a safe it?
3: in the car. Oh no, I would be
0: <laughs> awful. Oh my god. Who's no? So
3: it's tra- like I'm not. I'm not counting every T-shirt I sell on cash anyway. So when they yeah. when they ask me, I'm like, like I can't tell you, you know, cash. But I'll be like, here's my card. And usually they're pretty cool about it, you know.
0: Who's in charge of the cash box? Is it you or like Caboosey?
3: uh i'm gonna charge everything which means it's yeah. all very re- very relaxed uh joey mitchell does a lot of the does all my merch online stuff so he nice. joey fulfills and um and then joe and matt do a lot of the all the pasadena merch but on the road on the road i'm not really making a ton of money so really i'm just I get, i'm paying the guys to kind of a flat rate and normally mm. not recouping it so yeah. <laughs> There's no reason to really look at the money anyway.
0: Yeah. Well, it's cool. You got so, those guys behind you. They're definitely good dudes.
3: Oh man, it's great. Yeah, and then I got um Charlie's not able to do a lot of the long touring, so I got Brent uh, Schraffenberger coming with me on the on the tour starting in Indianapolis, and he's gonna do the whole basically the whole tour with me except for the first Week, yeah. um, and then I'm flying Corey into Denver, he'll do Denver to air to Phoenix with me. And then I got some special guests popping up. I got, um, I got uh, my buddy Leighton's gonna play with us, so uh, actually Friday. And um, I got a you ever heard of Man of the Forest, the violin player, I very talented not. violin player, he plays with a lot of the guys in the rigor rock scene. He's out in California, and I was just lucky enough to do an impromptu song with him uh, in San Diego last time, and it was beautiful. So I called mm-hmm. him, and he's going to do about five or six of the shows with me out in California. So
2: nice. You
3: got a strong crew, man, and we're doing it bare bones. Like, I'm, we're doing our own merch the whole tour, and uh, going to see what happens. If we can only want money, we'll yeah. do it twice a year.
0: You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I imagine. I guess once summer rolls around, then you start getting the invitations to like more of the festivals and stuff like that?
3: Yeah, festivals are hard, man. I yeah. mean, you know it. You, you're trying to get on all the same stuff I am. Festivals are hard to get on. Um, I've been very lucky. We do have... Um, you know, all the guys I've been doing support for, they have festivals, so we, we're getting pretty lucky. We're doing a a handful of festivals for our friends. And potentially one one big one that I don't think we're going to get, but yeah. it all just comes with it's like everything else. You know, once our, once our ticket sales go up on this tour, then we'll be, we'll have better ammo to get on the festivals. Once our, yeah the album comes out, my Spotify is doing better. Then we'll have more ammo to, to throw these guys. But like, yeah. you know, how about, how about now when we double yeah. our, double our numbers, hopefully, you know,
0: hopefully you're still uh, pumping out music and, uh, Last check, looked like you got about 15,000 monthlies, so it's not too bad, cooking with a little bit of gas. And, uh...
3: Yeah, it's not too bad, it's especially, I'm not on any playlists, which I, that's when you see guys that are in, like, the 100,000 monthly listeners, like, yeah. and I, I'm not dogging this at all, it's just, I bet the farm that they got on a really good playlist, or they, you know, they have a cover that's on a playlist that's doing really fucking well, you know, so it's, a lot of that stuff is luck, you know. yeah. Um, but we're, we're putting out a lot more music. Like, we just, I had about 20,000 when the Wax song came out.
0: hmm
3: And then, you know, slowly goes down. We're putting a song out Friday with Pasadena, so that should bump it up. Oh, nice. It's funny. I used to, I'm trying to train myself not to pay attention to it, because you know how it is. You, like, yeah. you see <laughs> the other guys and what they're doing, and you're, like, trying to, like, figure out how to hell. But, you know, a lot of that's being on the label, relationships with the with spotify you know the guys that are on these big labels their people are literally directly
0: yeah just putting them on the playlist
3: hitting up these people that, that, yeah. that do it you know which is amazing like i I can't wait till i can do that yeah. you know i it guess just, it makes the, the climb so much shorter when you yeah. have somebody you can be like here put this on there it's good for it you know thing so, you know you got an extra 50 thousand monthly listeners
0: yeah i mean it's wild when you hear the stories you know people just having one tiktok you know it looks like you know the uh spotify yeah. people find it and bam they're off to the races
3: which is beautiful man like i i love seeing i um uh a young band that we know they got they blew up on tiktok and now their tour is sold out you know it's yeah. amazing wow I'm a little old, I think, to get on the hit on TikTok, but we'll see. <laughs> i have been trying. Yeah. I got I got me one. I've been putting stuff on.
0: <laughs> I mean, all it takes is a catchy hook and something that fits your yeah. vibe. So I think
3: I'm gonna go. This record is coming out is very much a band record. I was trying to pretty much put out like a like a Pasadena kind of record, you know, something that would be good on festival stages, something to get people moving. But <laughs> uh, I think the next move for me is just like americana record like singer songwriter
0: yeah sad boy songs you know that is <laughs> that was actually a great segue to my next question which you know is pertinent to, i feel like your music in particular because you obviously oscillate between the reggae world or reggae rock and then americana it seems like in a perfect world that's good because then you maybe can balance the two but then i don't right. know if what your input is on that sometimes maybe isn't good because you aren't as clear-cut in your genre i don't know
3: yeah for sure like a lot of people run into that problem it's like there's a big scene but if you don't fit right into it they don't know what to do with you you know i yeah we, we shopped the record to a couple labels and um they like me you know we well, I'm in the same, I'm touring with all their bands, and they know me, and we talk, and they're very nice, and, but yeah, I think it's just a thing where it's like, it's not enough reggae, or it's too, it's not country enough, or yeah. it's not reggae enough, you know, so it does hurt you, um, but at the end of the day, it's all about building a grassroots kind of fan base, so, you know, Which, the Americana stuff does better for me, and I, yeah. I don't I'm not saying I don't love writing like reggae rock or, or harder rock or like dancier songs, but I think it feeds my soul a little more doing mm-hmm. Americana stuff. So I don't wanna to pander to one place, but um you know, the amount of energy I'm putting in and the amount of time that I don't have now with um with our you know, we have a family. Yeah. It's like I'm just gonna feed my soul the best I can and coincidentally that's what that's what gets more streams anyway so it's
0: yeah. good <laughs> it's, it's it's funny how that works
3: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um, right
0: <laughs> but yeah I, I think you know for the listeners of this show in particular and stuff like that you know i'm interested in like cool. how you balance that family uh life with you know the pretty um militaristic touring you are doing <laughs>
3: Well, we've been lucky because we got affordable childcare when he turned two. Before that, yeah. I was kind of just shooting out for the weekends and stuff because me and my wife both worked. Mm-hmm. But um, about September, we got childcare, and that's when I was really able to go out because she could work while I was gone. Still hard, yeah. you know. We're lucky to have family in town that can help babysit and stuff. And... Yeah. So I don't know how people do it. You know, I, I know some friends of mine that, my manager Dane, him and his wife live in Colorado, and neither of them from Colorado. They don't have family nearby yeah. and they have a son that's the same age as ours. And uh they both work, you know, so I'm like I don't know how you would do it without a support system, but we've just been very lucky. I live, you know, a couple miles from my whole family. So
0: Hell yeah. That's
3: been a big help. And timing, yeah. you know, just do we gotta do? We were for the first two years, we were we would literally drive colorado play four shows and drive right home to make it like a long weekend you know i don't think i'm gonna do any more the last time i left colorado it's the second time we've done it we drove straight through like me and joe and i'd I'd sleep while he drove or whatever it's just
0: yeah
3: it's dangerous to be doing that kind of stuff so i think that's the end of that but
0: yeah truckers have limits (laughs) they're they're allowed to drive i know (laughs) right i know There's only so far the Adderall's and Mountain Dews can get you. It I know. Starts I getting so, hairy. So much
3: coffee and nicotine.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, I think it's like a twenty-six hours or something like that. And yeah, it's about the end of it. You're like, yeah. you're pretty zonked out.
0: Yeah, you don't have the um, JetBlue miles yet on the credit card, right? To <laughs> be able to fly the fly oh, the man, boys I out. I
3: wish. I wish. Well, you know. One day we'll have we'll have a crew, and uh, they'll get paid extra to take the take the stuff home, you know. Just, in theory, yeah.
0: I guess that's the benefit of like being a DJ is you can just fly yourself out. Whereas when you're in a band, it's obviously, oh yeah, you know, which I love to do some of that stuff, man. Even just like I I do fly out and do
3: solo yeah. stuff, you know. But it's just tough because I got it down to pretty good science. I fly with my guitar and a massive suitcase full of merch and like an extra pair of underwear pretty much so
0: yeah i think uh the guy who does the working songwriter podcast he does the same thing um joe yeah joe Uh, man yeah he's got that that system down
3: yeah joe's got a good system i don't don't know exactly what, what he does but he's he's covering ground and he's still home you know for the kids on monday yeah yeah joe's great
0: Yeah, it's cool. I imagine. I think I know the answer to this question, but you obviously would never play to like tracks or something like that in your genre. Probably, yeah.
3: No, it's it's very popular though. Yeah, a lot of people do it. Um, It's not for me. Yeah, I'd I'd rather be organic. I'm just. I'm actually just now starting to record music that I can't play live. For that same reason, I used to never record anything that couldn't be on the stage live. Yeah but you know you're just kind of like limiting your creativity at that point so yeah
0: i'm
3: going to have a bunch of weird shit on the next record mandolins the, and stuff
0: nice i still remember the last time i talked to you it was the first time anyone had even said something like you said but it was like that a record yeah. just a flyer for a show and i've been saying that to other people other guests on the show and they really dig it
3: i got that from an interview with Questlove and rolling stone yeah quest was yeah. talking about the new roots record and he was like it was just funny how like nonchalantly like he was talking about the record just literally being like a, a flyer for a live show and yeah i was like that's awesome like that's exactly what it should be really you know in yeah. my mind yeah there's, there's so much overproduced stuff you could you could really ruin a record by just listening to it too much you know recording yeah. i I very seldomly will listen to the Vocal track after I record it. Yeah. For that reason, because if you keep listening, you're going to keep adding stuff, and then next thing you know, you might you might have an overproduce. How do you like, work on your hands?
0: How do you like to write these days? Do you like to sit out on your pier and kind of okay. watch the seagulls, or do you write with the band, or like what's your general philosophy?
3: Um, right now I just have no fucking time yeah. to be by myself, so. Really a lot of the time I'm writing in the car while I'm driving and mm-hmm. I'm making voice you know, voice notes and stuff. Um but I did recently just I don't do it that often, but last week I sat down with a couple of people and had like a writing session. Yeah. And um it felt great, man. It felt so good. I think I'm gonna try and do more of that. Carve out a few hours and, you know, try and link with people that um that I appreciate their what they do and even like writing a hook, you know, an extra set of ears. I just never have had really have uh, not to have the opportunity to write with people. Um, but it was cool.
0: Yeah, it you're, was cool. I. It seems like you have a pretty good relationship, obviously, with all the the bands around here. And are you writing with some of those guys, like they, Howie Brandon, or is it more of yep, a pr- I, private thing? I just
3: I just did a track with Bump and Uglies, so that that's gonna be really cool. That's gonna be on my new record and uh how he's producing that he was in the studio and he had a lot of really great insights um mm-hmm. as far as like the, the the cadence and the style you know we didn't really change the lyrics or anything but uh he the the few ideas he had about the verse um changes so much for the better it's pretty pretty wild he's got a really good ear
0: yeah he seems to be a, a master of the hook for sure.
3: yeah I t- I, we're gonna do some stuff i think what we were talking about him help me with some hooks because i am the amateur of the hooks i'm not yeah. hooks. i could write i could yeah. write a thousand verses that you know yeah. that work but yeah the, the, the old pasadena days not many not many hooks in them songs just kind <laughs> of
0: like yeah. go on sentence yeah that's cool and then um i think i actually asked uh matthew edward about Actually, potentially booking you guys as Pasadena or yourself um, for our podcast fest. But I think you're on. uh, Oh
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're going to be out of town.
0: I think you're going to be. Yeah, probably early in June.
3: Yeah, it's not announced yet, but uh, that the weekend of the eighth is booked up for us. Yeah, we're doing a few things. Yeah, I remember. I think we you talked about it, and we were out of town.
0: Yeah, sadly, but what What? was
3: next year (laughs) though?
0: One of these days we'll get you.
3: Yeah. Where are you doing it this year?
0: Uh, back at Fishhead is where we've been doing it in nice. Hailthorpe, Arbutus, Baltimore. Um,
3: I love kind of Fishhead in summertime. That's a great spot.
0: Yeah. Outdoor bar. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Good.
3: Good crew over there, man.
0: Yeah, for I like sure. It place.
3: I played there. I mean, it's been so long. We used to play there all the time.
0: Really?
3: Uh, I think I played there with Ray. Yeah. Uh, last winter or something like that I was
0: really fun. Yeah, I go, like the
3: crew over there.
0: Yeah, going back to the uh, the soundstage show that you're trying to pump up here. Obviously, you got Ray on there. Ray Reuton, uh from yeah. Bond and Bentley. Um, he's a definitely a work workhorse in the truest oh, sense. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: and then I guess and me, so-
3: I, me <laughs> and Ray been playing songs forever, man. Like yeah. we got songs that are shit twenty years old, you know. Yeah, and um, and then I don't think a lot of people know this, but Jordan from Preston Strings did all the guitar, um, for my Love and Labor album. He did all the lead guitar, and um, I think he did some harmonic and some vo- backup mm-hmm. vocals too. So yeah, he was the lead guitar player for that record.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's been wild to see uh, Pressing Strings blow up kind of the way they have. Yeah, man. Um,
3: doesn't surprise me though they're awesome yep. um i um i saw they're playing one of those kind of like destination festivals in like mexico or something like that. It's yeah. pretty cool
0: yeah they're crushing it so i mean between they between the fed, two of you guys you it. i would say should be doing all right you would think
3: yeah i think it's been good the pre-sales are pretty good i think we're at like 150 pre-sales and we're still two months away so
0: you know it will only get better Nice. You know who I, I've noticed really pumps their tires is uh, WTMD because I listen to them the radio station oh, yeah. all the time, mm-hmm. and um, hopefully they'll give you guys some airplay or some uh, some bit of a push. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I think them. I always forget to. You know, this day and age, you always forget about radio. But uh, Carrie and Bob are over there now, and they're good friends of ours. I think maybe we, maybe we can get in there and do a little live
0: yeah. session or something. That'd be cool. I'd love to do that. That'd be awesome. Because uh, at least for the music nerds like me who still kind of listen to that stuff, you know, I feel like it still helps get the word out.
3: Yeah, I, I got it on every time I'm able to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, ma'am. Yeah.
3: Other than that, just trucker long, raising babies and.
0: Yeah. Currently just going the the on one, tour. The one, Rick.
3: <laughs> yeah, but, you know. Mm-hmm. July, I'm I'm gonna be grounded this summer, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna be touring this summer. So <laughs> I was
0: gonna say he need you needs a friend or something, a pen pal.
3: <laughs> yeah. I I'll be I'll be probably playing a lot of the dock bars this summer.
0: Nice. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's good news. We'll be back yeah. out We'll be back out in the boat.
3: Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I can't wait. I'm sitting back here full of snow right now.
0: Yeah, you got it all winterized. <laughs>
3: But at this, I mean, this is the first time we've had snow. There yeah. it is right there. natural snow.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to ask if you're able to lift it or if you had a lift or not.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what. I would just sound lucky because it came with the house, but mm-hmm. I don't know what i do without a lift nowadays. It's so easy.
0: Yeah. It's so ain't easy. Ain't cheap winterizing those things in the, uh, in the boathouse.
3: Man. Well, my boat's pretty shitty, so I don't have to do much <laughs> to it. But yeah, if I had something nice, I'd have to pull it out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's cool. You uh, get a music video going out there or something, maybe.
3: Yeah, man. I did some stuff around here for um, uh, Sing Out Loud, I think it's called. Hmm. You ever heard of them? They're from Annapolis. I don't think so. Um, I have to look it up. Uh, what's it? Uh, that's the series, I think, is Sing Out Loud. Let me see what it's. Um, I don't want to be wrong about it because
0: I can be able to find it.
3: Oh no, I can find it. Hold on. Um, one of the guys around here that does some of that stuff, like the really high quality music video kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, here it is. What's it called? All right.
3: Here right now. Mm-hmm. They came out and did some live videos of me playing around town on the creek it was really cool there's some um, there's some videos of me playing around around my coat my um creek here yeah Here right here dot right dot now yeah
0: yeah that's cool and i imagine over the summer you'd be back at like red eyes and maybe secrets or something like that
3: yep we got a couple things cooking um we're trying to get something of secrets i don't think we locked anything in yet but if we don't, we're just gonna play all the beach bars and have more fun anyway, than playing <laughs> that one gig,
0: so. <laughs> it's Ritch- a
3: win for me either way.
0: All rich Yep.
3: We'll make more money and have more fun if Secrets doesn't book us, so. <laughs>
0: I'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool.
3: Yeah, I don't know what's going on with them. I, I can't get them on the, on the horn. Uh, but you know, ideally, you wanna play Secrets, you wanna play the big show, put your energy into that big show. Yeah. Um. But you know, with radius clauses and stuff, I kind of that kind of stops you from playing like all the, yeah. the fun beach bar gigs. So we'll see. Either way, it's a win for me if secrets don't book us. then I'll play all my favorite bars and just have a good old time.
0: Make a bender out
3: of it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be careful on podcasts. I'm like, that doesn't sound like I'm talking shit. I hope.
0: <laughs> like I'm definitely not
3: talking shit. But I'd hate for anybody <laughs> to hear someone think I'm talking shit.
0: <laughs> nah, I don't think so. Okay.
3: Yeah, I I I um, think we're going to be doing some. uh, We played um at Starboard uh, this year last year
1: mm -hmm. and had
3: a blast, man. So I'm hoping we're booking some of that too. That would be fucking sweet. That place is great. They were super cool.
0: That's cool. So you got the new song dropping in in March? You said we got a new uh,
3: Pasadena tune dropping on Friday. Oh wow! Yeah, Yeah, that's um, exciting. We just posted about it yesterday, so it's kind of new in the ether, but um, yeah, cool cool song called The Setup, and it's got um, our friend from Pittsburgh, he's his Boy, he plays this crazy canjo, and makes like,
2: you know.
3: kind of like, kind of like real hip, kind of hip-hop beats, and there's some samples in it, it's really cool, it really sounds like an old Pasadena song, and Matt's got a really great long verse on it, Yeah, the hook's like mean and gritty, like, like you, you want it to be, you know?
0: should we uh should we be uh loosely expecting maybe a an album of sorts coming down the pipeline or
3: um we are we have an intention um but so far we just are kind of like taking our time with it i think you'll probably see some singles coming out this year i don't know about a record but yeah definitely some singles We, we might Revisit some some of the old songs that never got a proper recording to. I know. So we'll
0: see. Where do you uh, typically see. record?
3: I record with Frank Marchand at what? Waterford Digital. That's where I've always recorded. I've done okay. it, with the exception of a few a few songs, um, but that's yeah. where I've always recorded. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, he does good work.
0: Outside of raising the uh, kid and uh, obviously touring your ass off, do you do anything for fun? Do you have any other like outside hobbies, or is that like ninety eight percent of your energy is just going into the family and the music? Don't really
3: just just like the boating stuff, you know. Yeah, a little bit of crabbing and uh, I love getting on the water. So anything on the water,
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: I would say yeah, my for fun thing has always been like taking the boat out to a sandbar, kind of just relaxing. I guess you know.
0: Yeah, it's cool.
3: I wish I had a hobby. I wish I had time for a hobby, I used to have hobbies. So I used to do a bunch of stuff. Uh,
0: yeah,
3: I used to, you know, I used to skateboard, and now I, I do. I bring my board on tour, just because there's so much downtime, and I'll usually Good. get my get my legs back about the end of tour, and then I put it yeah. away and don't touch it again until I go back on tour. So, yeah, yeah, I'd say, with the occasional skateboarding trip to the park, kind of just boating, man. And then in the wintertime, I'm 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 really on the road more in the, <laughs> in the winter than summer. So,
0: well, there's some cool parks out yeah. west. As long as you don't bust your ass, um,
3: there is man. The parks out west are big though.
0: <laughs>
3: big. I like I like I've been trying to find those pump parks. That's yeah. more my, my style these days. Is just kind of cruising around. So,
0: you <laughs> still got old Lansdowne in Baltimore. Built, I
3: love Lansdowne, man.
0: Built in the seventies.
3: I could get around I can get a, I can get around Lansdowne one push.
0: I, this is one just, push at
3: the beginning. Go all the way through, man. That's mm, what I
0: like. That's cool. This is just me throwing something out into the ether, but um I wonder if like a skate shop like you in Baltimore or whatever do like a collaboration with you in some way.
3: I would love that.
0: I mean, that would be awesome. I'll tag them or something in this episode. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love cool. that, man. You I'm like, kind of working with these guys. Jetty, you've heard of them? It's this right. really great company out of um, Jersey. They're like more like watermen, like surf stuff. They have like surf competition, yeah. stuff like that. But um, they hooked me up with a bunch of gear for the tour. Oh, it's awesome. And um, they're kind of sponsoring me in, in clothing, man. Yeah. And uh, Nothing not signature, but I would love to work with a company like that, like a local gate shop or something like that, man. That'd be super cool.
0: Yeah, it's, that's cool. I actually thought that the shirt might have just come from The Jetty in Caneros.
3: A lot of people do. A lot of yeah. people get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what'd you say, views? What's the shop you said?
0: It's called View. It's just The You.
3: Oh, cool. Where or, are they at?
0: They're like in Hamden, where the skate park is. If you've oh, ever dope. been there, it's just, they're literally right there on the corner.
3: That's awesome.
0: And they do a lot of really cool merch and all Baltimore-based, obviously, and Gary Smith, I believe, is the owner who was like one of the few, uh, pro- one of the few pros from Baltimore, other than like Bucky Elastic, maybe.
3: Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna get on following him online. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, I know Pure, Pure is down Annapolis, right? That's. Are they still there?
0: Um, uh, are you talking about the shop that used to be like on Main Ev- Street? Like
3: that was evolve.
0: Right. That was evolve. I worked there. oh did you really?
3: Yeah, (laughs) man, I worked there. They had a rail, a rail in the basement. You go down and skate on your lunch break. Hell yeah! Yeah, that was super cool. But I think, I think they when they left, one of the owners opened up. I think it's called Pure. It's still in Indianapolis. It's not a main street, but
0: okay. Then yeah, it it might be there. I don't know. You probably sold me a board or something when I was a little. Rugrat, little skate rat yeah probably
3: man yeah i love it <laughs> i love it man I, I went to the community college for like three semesters and i was working there so i go to you know i go to school in the morning and uh, i'd go down to main street work at the skate yeah. shop and then uh hit the open bikes at night it was a good time <laughs>
0: Hell yeah did you ever polish there used to, oh good there,
3: there used to be a record store right across the street from there too oh, yeah like a like a Independent kinda of like, you know, record and CDs and stuff like that. Yeah. Back in the cool.
0: day.
3: Can't find them too much anymore. There's a really good one in Naples actually. Um it's called uh
0: it's called Kachunk? Okay.
3: Yeah, there's a, on Maryland Avenue it was a really good record shop.
0: Nice. I think it's called Kachunk. Yeah, the only one that I'm yeah. really aware of in my neck of the woods is by Atomic Music. You ever heard of them? Yeah,
3: and... very popular, yep.
0: Yeah. 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 So
3: that's like the big one, right? That's the like, OG. Oh, yeah. A big one, everybody goes to. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, man. Cool. Well, I don't want to take. Long good, live
3: but... the record, man. I got my I got my new records. They came in the mail. I'm getting ready to mail all the pre oh, pre sales right. out.
0: Yeah. Did you do any? So, did you do any of those fancy like color that some people do? No.
3: No, no, like not the no variants or anything. I could afford it. Yeah. It's fucking like, expensive to get records made, man.
0: Yeah, I heard a couple thousand bucks or something just to get I don't know.
3: Well, last time I did it, I went to a company that was recommended to me by one of the bigger bands and um I couldn't say if the quality was better or not, but I just yeah. I just got these ones through Disc Makers cuz Disc Makers is making records now vinyls. <laughs> and the turnaround was way faster and it was I want to say like a $1000 cheaper. Yeah. So if you That's, ever get a vinyl, man, check out Disc Makers because I can only speak for the one other company, but it was a very pleasant experience. <laughs>
0: nice, <laughs> yeah. I was listening to Jack White on a podcast, and I guess he's all into it now and buying them up all, all the old machines because there just aren't that many of them. And he's like bringing them all into Nashville, I guess, wherever he is. Yeah, and,
3: I would imagine you can so, like go to his place and record a a single right to
0: record, right. I don't remember if he mentioned that, but it sounds like something they would do. I
3: think that's his place. Yeah, you go whatever his his shop is. There, you go in. There's a little recording booth, and you you pay him to make a song, and huh. then it it'll make you a little um, it'll make you a little.
0: Oh, nice! Like a little f- seven set, inch.
3: Yeah. yeah, like a little little record and take it home with it. That's, I think, yeah. There's pretty a, cool.
0: There's a place in Brooklyn called Least of All that does that as well.
3: Nice. That's awesome super cool i just broke my record player i gotta get a new one before this record comes out
0: yeah right on well i don't want to take up too much of your time here i know you got the kidnapping so time right is on, precious man. yeah i appreciate but, um, it brother i appreciate you hopping on I well fe- glad
3: to be back on the pod man appreciate you having me too
0: yeah Want we'll um, to get
3: together man come down on march 16th we'll put you on the guest list and we'll have some beers
0: oh yeah man that'd be great yeah buddy um, I guess my final parting thing would just be for us, you know, no name bands out there who listen to this thing. Do you have any final words of wisdom for just sort of climbing the ladder or maybe like slightly transitioning out of the straight world into the weird and, you know, off the wall world that is making a life off music? Or is that too broad of a question?
3: Um, no, not at all. <laughs> I tell you what. Two, two like quick things for me that that I noticed <clears throat> that got me out there networking. Yeah. Hit up if people hit up people you want to work with. Don't be annoying. Don't like you know. Yeah. Send them. Don't send them a paragraph in a DM, but you know, comment and and send you know, say you're a your guy you want to tour with has put out a new song you love. Just just sound yeah. a message, be like, Hey, love the new track. I'm I'm in I'm in Maryland, I'd love to support you, you know, whatever. And you know, half the time you might not even get a response, but you know, for yeah. me, everything's been networking, and the more you network, the bigger your your community gets. And that's how you're gonna get all support tours, is by the artist putting you on. You're not gonna hit up their manager yeah. and and sell yourself you know and secondly you're not gonna make any money anyway nobody makes any money uh, nobody <laughs> no matter how big of a band you are so yeah. I would say make sure your merch is tight uh, make good make good merch self-screen on good t-shirts make it something somebody will wear to the grocery store don't put like a big fucking pot leaf
0: yeah.
2: and like
3: <laughs> a girl with a tits out or something you know Make make something that people can wear every day, and make it quality because I make all my money on tour on the merch table. The yeah. only reason I come home with money is the merch table.
0: That's, your
3: expenses are so high on the road, you have to do that.
0: That's what I've heard. Uh, sounds like the Harbor Boys have ventured into custom condoms. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. <laughs>
3: well, for a part, you know, for a party band, it is a good idea to have cheeky <laughs> shit like that. You know, I mean, if you're sure <laughs> a party band. Um, and they're probably cheap to make. <laughs> yeah. Probably cheap to get a you know. Cool. Like I yeah. thought about getting coasters. Like coasters are probably are uh, well, yeah. I I oh, actually are getting coasters. I'm sitting next to my coaster guy right now. Nice. Oh, I forgot about that. But yeah, coasters are a cool thing, you know. Little stuff like that's cool. What we got you know, I do little shot glasses, pins and stuff, but you know. Yeah. If you're if you're in a a party band like the Harbor Boys, I could see <laughs> see the condoms flying off the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Good for that's them. Cool. Bro, man. Well, I Cold, hope you, I hope you have a you know a smooth ride out in the road and sell lots of shirts and tickets and kick some ass.
3: Thanks, bro. I appreciate you, man.
0: Yeah, dude. I'll slap the new track on this episode, and uh, we'll be. I'll let you know when it comes out.
3: Cool. Please do, man. All right, cool. I'll talk to you later.
0: All right, dude. Later.
1: All right, see, you, brother. Bye.
0: So yeah, thanks to Joey for coming on the show, and thanks to you for listening. The song you hear in the background is called "Better This Way."
1: It feels like years since I've seen you And nothing ever seems to put an end to my heartache The same way that my dreams do I close my eyes and see your face It seems so strange since you're miles away And I'm in such a strange place My strange days have left me emotionally drained And with no hopes of being saved I guess I'm focused on pain With so much space between us You still feel so close we where no one can reach us I give you every word I wrote And for all the words I say I know I could never explain The truth hurts sometimes But you know I never complain I never hide the way I felt on that Faithful day now we both lost our ways. Maybe we'll make it someday if I could turn this world around I'd spin it back to that moment in time when you told me your heart and your soul would always be mine Now I sit and wait in vain. I hear your tears spill till we meet again someday. Maybe we won't, maybe we will
2: i sing you the most beautiful love song If I could find the words to say If I could paint you a picture Be in resemblance to Alex Gray Though we are miles apart Our hearts beat just the same The feeling remains It's our minds that constantly change Oh, but it's better this way I never know no difference So how can I complain? It's just better this way Keeps dragging on my debts They go unpaid Few and far between Have become my better days But I keep holding on Thinking something's gonna change All the reasons that I should've left Tell me why did I ever stay I guess it's better this way I never know no different so How can I complain? I guess it's better this way I guess it's
1: better this way you see she is The one who knows my weakness A small unseen discreet kiss That's the only type that she gives I await an even warmer embrace From this saint with grace And I just pray that if I leave this She will always save my place Cause I savor her taste Even though it seems poisonous Voices inside are telling me I suffocate from avoiding this So I'm enjoying this Matt's an abstract masochist Half horrific in love with a destroying kiss Last time I spoke to her My words were a little too sloppy Not even bullets hit as hard as the look She shot me, her spirit popped me Her expressions are deadly weapons she's fully automatic 66 shots come every second but every first has already occurred i learned from her that some emotions grow too heavy for words and they're dangerous to a man like me i'm war torn from a risk that was forewarned but you can't stand like me no matter what your plan might be resistance is useless she's unconquerable witness the havoc that she produces you're incapable to ignore it her thoughts of unbreakable forces one look and you're trapped in an inescapable fortress
2: i guess it's better this way Never know no difference so how can i complain i guess it's better this way i guess it's better this way It's better this way. I never know no difference, so how can I complain? I guess it's better this way. I guess it's better this way. I guess
3: it's better this way.